Today, we would like to talk about automation, AI, job losses, and the universal basic income. We have Michael Hodgeburn, who is a cross-cultural coach from High Mountain Products, and John Rewayne, who is a relationship coach from Achieve Your Dream to help shed some light on this topic. Automation is accelerating. There, is a, there are huge advances in artificial intelligence, AI. The result will be massive job losses, or will it? And will countries need a universal basic income, UBI, to replace the systems already in place? Humans are unique on this planet in that we can make tools to assist us and we can communicate and build on each other's ideas. According to Levtronic, uh, 1.7 million jobs have been lost to automation since 2000. In England, 1.5 million jobs are in danger of being automated. 25% of mundane and repetitive jobs are at risk of automation. 375 million jobs are expected to vanish by 2030. Artificial intelligence will displace 40% of jobs worldwide in the next 15 years. Artificial intelligence will generate 2.3 million jobs starting in 2020. Those most at risk are people with repetitive jobs. It's easy to make robots to take over these jobs. Food service is also susceptible to automation with occupations facing 70% to 100% automation potential. Food preparation workers are the most vulnerable in the sector facing a 91.4% automation potential. Short order cooks come a close second with 91.2% of their responsibilities facing automation risk level. Transportation also faces high risk of, of automation. Different occupations face varying risk levels, but none are as high as the threats that dredge operators, machine feeders, and off bearers in a lumber mill face, with 100% of their activities being susceptible to automation. There are also trials of driverless cars and trucks with the possibility that locomotives that already have an automatic switching and signal system, airplanes that already can take off and land using the autopilot, and once airborne almost exclusively use the system, and ships could be navigated around the globe using robots. In the world of accounting, how many jobs will be lost to automation? According to Brookings, auditing and accounting clerks and bookkeepers are susceptible to automation. Their jobs have an 85.6% chance of being automated. Also at risk are office staff, ordering clerks, receptionists, telephonists, and as office and accounting programs become more sophisticated, almost all data input workers. Some accounting programs can already directly import bank statements and with a little assistance select the correct account. As AI improves, the assistance will not be needed. Almost all manufacturing jobs will be lost to robotic arms taking their position, making the workplace safer and production quality control easier. 
jumped not at immediate risk of being taken over by robots. The role of care, of care providers are so unique and important that they won't be replaced by robots any time soon. By 2030, the labour demand for doctors, health technicians and therapists might even increase by 5 to 24 percent. Where AI does fit into healthcare, healthcare well, however, is cyber security. Data breaks are quite concerning in today's day and age. Artificial intelligence can play a vital role in preventing data breaches. Of all care providers, childcare professionals are most likely to experience employment growth by 2030. A recent study of the workforce automation and job prospects projects a 100% or more increase in labour demand for childcare workers in the coming year. Also, until the baby boomers pass, there will be a great demand for aged care workers. According to the latest jobs lost to automation statistics, educators won't be replaced by robots anytime soon. As a matter of fact, there will be an increase in demand for teachers, education support workers, and other education professionals in the next few years. Creativity, emotional intelligence, and STEM, S-T-E-M, proficiency are the most important skills to have to avoid job automation. Many jobs with these qualities fall into the healthcare, education, and art industries. Here are the jobs that make at least $75,000 US per year with automation risk below 1%. Audiologists, occupational therapists, sales engineers, dentists, medical scientists, podiatrists, education administrators, psychologists, human resource managers, training and development managers, speech language pathologists, computer systems analysts, and medical service managers. Automation is a powerful disruptive force that's already reshaped society, reshaping society as we know it. It's changing the way the economy operates as well as the jobs that people do. Although robotics and artificial intelligence can cause a worldwide crisis due to widespread job loss, these innovations also provide excellent, excellent opportunities to improve our quality of life. According to Zipia, Automation has the potential to raise the United States GDP by 5% within the next five years. Automation will impact the economy in many ways. Higher productivity will lead to greater GDP, as well as faster economic growth, more consumer spending, and increased labor demand. The GDP is expected to rise by at least 5% as a result of automation, which would equate to a considerable $1.2 trillion. Since 2000, at least 260,000 jobs have been lost in the U.S. to automation. This represents roughly 2% of the country's total manufacturing workforce, and the numbers only increase each year exponentially. Automation is also predicted to create 58 million new jobs. Though automation could result in the elimination of 73 million jobs, it's also predicted to create 58 million new jobs. While a net loss of 15 million isn't exactly cause for celebration, it does seem more manageable than roughly half of the country's jobs disappearing. 
China installed 168,400 industrial robots over 2020. That's 44% of all new industrial robot installations across the globe. Overall, Asia accounted for 71% of industrial robot installations over 2020. While the pace of new robotic installations is accelerating in the East, the number of new industrial robots in the EU and US each declined by around 8% over 2020. According to Zipia, say note three, the growth of automation in the workforce will continue to have a profound effect on US workers, the job market and the economy. While robots are expected to grow in the US students to grow, in the US GDP by 5% over the next five years, as many as 73 million jobs could be lost. Additionally, young and minority individuals will be disproportionately impacted. Because of this, it's unsurprising that many Americans have a negative opinion of automation. However, not everything is doomed and gloom. Automation is also expected to create at least 58 million new jobs, as well as open the door to 85% of all the careers that haven't yet been invented. At best, robots will allow humans to pursue more innovative, creative and meaningful careers by ditching the repetitive mechanical ones. Assuming there will be a net displacement of workers, who are they likely to be and what can be done to support these people? Those with lower education, those too old to retrain, minority groups will probably be the hardest hit. So how to support these workers and their families? The recent pandemic has shown inadequacies in the social security system that are often onerous, hard to manage and sometimes difficult for people to ask out. There has been talk of a universal basic income, and this has been supported by Elon Musk and Sir Richard Branson. The first such system goes back to Emperor Trajan in ancient Rome, who would give a few denarii to anyone who applied. According to the balance, see note 4, pros and cons of a universal basic in income. The pros. Workers could work for better jobs or better wages. Freedom for people to return to school or stay home to care for a relative. Many may remove the poverty trap from the traditional welfare program. Simple, straightforward financial assistance that minimizes bureaucracy. Lower administration costs than the traditional welfare. More money for young families economic stability during recession. The cons could trigger inflation, not no increased standard of living in the long run. Reduced program wouldn't make a real difference. Free income may not incentivize people to get jobs. Could perpetuate falling Labour Party participation rate and many opposed giving money to the unemployed. Various testing schemes have been used to test the results, including in the United States, 
several states in the U.S. are experimenting with different forms of UBI. Alaska has had a guaranteed income program since 1982. The Alaska Permanent Fund paid each resident an average of $992 in 2020, all out of oil revenues. In 2017, the Hawaii State Legislature passed a bill declaring that everyone is entitled to basic financial security. It directed the government to develop a solution which may include a guaranteed income. In Oakland, California, the C Accelerator Y Combinator began a five-year study in 2019 in which it pays 100 families between $1,000 and $2,000 a month. In 2019, Stockton, California began a two-year pilot program, gave $500 a month to 125 local families. Chicago is also considered a pilot program in which 1,000 low-income families would receive $1,000 a month. Canada. Canada recently ran a three-year universal income program. It gave 4,000 Ontario residents living in poverty $17,000 Canadian dollars a year, or $24,000 Canadian dollars per couple. The government forecasted it would cost $50 million Canadian dollars annually. In Finland, in 2017, Finland gave 2,000 unemployed people 560 euros a month for two years, even if they found work. The recipient said it reduced stress and gave them more incentive to find a good job or start their own business. However, the Finnish government found that they did not have higher incomes or more work days than the control group. In Kenya, in 2011, GiveDirect Inc. began distributing cash to poor households in Kenya via mobile phones. A study of 63 Kenyan villages found that nine transfers of $45 a month improved local consumption and well-being. It increased consumption of food, medicine, education, and social events without increasing alcohol and tobacco use. The households were also able to increase investments in livestock, furniture, and home improvements. In Scotland, Scotland committed £250,000 to four pilot areas from 2018 to 2020. Different basic income levels were provided for different sets of citizens. Results were published in 2020, and the group behind the initiative has pushed for a broader pilot program. In Taiwan, the group UBI Taiwan has been advocating for a universal basic income in Taiwan for several years. Under its proposal, the government would pay 5,000 new Taiwan dollars to every citizen aged 20 years or younger, and uh, 10,000 to every citizen over 20 uh, new Taiwan dollars. To fund this, the group proposes expending taxes on items like pollution, luxury goods, carbon, and property. Most people seem opposed to give cash to people for nothing. It appears to cross the line of decency. Why should I work to give money to someone who doesn't work? It's also against the Protestant work ethic. Others are concerned about dependency. In Australia, 
third generation social security recipients have never seen people in their family work and so have a, have a tendency to become dependent. This has also happened in other countries. Despite some of its job points, it seems it will never gain favour, at least in the short term. Maybe if it was funded, other than by increasing taxes, it may gain favour. Here are a few suggestions for government. Make funds available for would-be entrepreneurs. During the GFC, governments invested in banks, invest in tech companies and receive dividends. Add a small tariff to every item produced by its robot. Add in entrepreneurship to the school curriculum. Encourage entrepreneurs to gather at conferences to discuss possible niches. Give would-be entrepreneurs access to professionals. In Australia, we have the National Employment and Training Scheme, called NEET. Encourage savings in the community. Change the, the social security system to be less cumbersome and encourage independence. Finally, most humans fear and resist change, and yet during periods of threat, war or revolution, we make the greatest technological advances. This coming change is not the first in history, nor will it be the last. We change or die. Each change brings pain and often unexpected benefit. This one could give an unexpected boost to the leisure industry, which has been very hard hit by the recent pandemic. So to sum up, this is what we have covered today. Automation. Job losses, repetitive tasks, AI, cars, trucks, trains, transport. Jobs not at immediate risk. Productivity. Social security systems in place, complicated, cumbersome, hard to manage, dissentive to earn more. Universal basic income, UBI, what form? Funding UBI, taxes, government investment, government tariffs, new charges, loans, tariffs and change and benefits. Thanks, Michael. That sounds terrific. What great advice. Thanks for coming into this with addressing automation, AI, job losses, and universal basic income. You have really covered this subject well. Well, it's my pleasure, John. Could you give our listeners your contact details? Yeah, it's john at aid.next.au, but they're also in the description. Could you give us yours, please? Uh, you can find me at com. Okay, thanks again, Michael. Bye. Okay, thanks, John.